Not the best job describing his mom. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, A Bit Lost, by Chris Hofton, published by Walker Books. A Bit Lost takes us on a hunt for a lost owl's mother with a cracked out squirrel doing his best to help. How did he get lost? Well, the facts are a little hazy. But will this owl ever find his mother again? Does she even want to be found? Well, grab your binoculars. We're looking for a bird. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open on a mother owl and a baby owl in a nest high up in a tree sleeping. The little owl has his lean on. He's halfway out the nest, like he's hanging from the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Mama Owl must not be good at sharing the nest. She's taken up the whole thing. I feel so bad for this little guy. I'm betting if they had covers, she would have taken them too, and then complained to him in the morning that she was too cold. Oh, would you look at this? There's a tiny page. With all my talking, I nearly missed it hiding there. Let's give it a turn. And what do we see but the little owl falling from the nest? Since it's a glimpse in time, we're left to make our own assumptions as to how this could have possibly happened. Did he accidentally get bumped out of the nest when Mummy Owl was rolling over? Did Mummy Owl wake up from her slumber in a rage and toss him clear up out that bitch? Well, whatever happened, we know the mom is at fault. She clearly has no care for her child's safety at the least. Put some guardrails on that thing. This little owl may not be quite right, because he makes no attempt at flying. And if he didn't have something wrong with him before, he sure as hell does now, because he lands head first, smashing his head against the ground, not once, not twice, but three times a lady, as he comes to an abrupt stop. Watching all this happen from the bushes was a squirrel. Quote, Are you okay? Asked Squirrel. I'm lost, said Little Owl. Where's my mummy? End quote. He's clearly concussed, because he's begging for the lady who just put him in harm's way. And the squirrel's gotta be on one too, because otherwise he would have just pointed up and said, Right there. So thus begins a wild goose chase for Mummy Owl, and these two highly impaired individuals set off into the woods. It's like the blind leading the blind. The squirrel asks the little owl in his dazed state what his mother looks like. Quote, My mummy is very big like this, said little owl. End quote. She's a Goliath. When she eats, it goes straight to her thighs. Mummy says she's dieting. She eats everything. I'm lucky if she'll throw a little bit up for me. And the squirrel's like, I know exactly who that is, and takes him to the biggest, hairiest bear you've ever seen. She's a big owl, but not that big. Let's cut down on the exaggerations, shall we? It's a little insulting to his mom, who's not there to defend herself. The little owl is like, I don't think I explained her quite right. She's got big, pointy demon ears. Squirrel in his inebriated state is like, Oh, now I know who you're talking about, and leads the little owl 
deeper into the woods. They come up to a bucktooth rabbit, and Squirrel's pointing at her like, That's gotta be her. But the little owl tells him, No, you're way off. I don't think you're understanding just how ghoulish she looks. My mom has big bug eyes that just never seem to close, and they follow you everywhere. They're haunting. Squirrel one last time takes him further away from home and points to a slimy frog. Like, I got nothing. And the two of them walk off demoralized that they just couldn't find her. Who would have thought a highly concussed owl and a squirrel on a drug-induced bender wouldn't be able to find someone? Huh. The frog sitting there like a bump on a log sees this pathetic sight and thinks, I've got to put a stop to this. So she flags them back down and is like, I saw an owl. I don't know if she's the monster this kid's describing, but I'll take you to her. After a short walk, both frog and squirrel stop and point at a big owl. She stops right in her tracks. That's her. That's the guy. And the little owl runs up to her, ecstatic, that he's finally found his mummy. And you can see Big Mummy giving him a reluctant hug. Like, Shit, I can't believe you guys found me. Why does this feel a bit like Chris Hansen walking in on some pervert on to catch a predator? Hi, have a seat. Oh shit, do you know who I am? Yes, I'm Chris Hansen from Dateline NBC. I just said I know. Only this time, instead of keeping her from preying on a child, they're trying to force her back into taking care of the kid. While we're on to catch a predator, why do almost every one of these idiots sit down? What the hell do they think they're going to accomplish? No good can come from it. Like they're going to be able to talk their way out of it. I'm just here to warn them that there's some crazy people out there. I'm sorry. That was bothering me. But I digress. You can see a tear in Mummy's eye as they embrace. Like, Fuck. I just can't get rid of this kid. She invites everyone up to the nest. Probably to throw them all off it. And then she offers them biscuits. That's got to be slang for something, right? Like owl pellets? Mmm, mmm, eat up. And the story leaves us on a cliffhanger. Or should I say, a nest hanger. The four of them are up on top of the tree, enjoying themselves. And we could see the little owl is tuckered out, fast asleep and leaning half off the nest again, leaving us to decide what happens next. This mummy clearly hates this child. Oops, he fell off again. You all saw it. It wasn't me. What's Chris's moral in this rather interesting owl hunt? Well, one could say it's, if you're lost and confused, don't wander off. Stay put and collect yourself. Wandering around will only get you more lost. But I think the more prevalent moral is, if someone attempts to harm you, don't go running back to them. They'll more than likely do it again, as is the case in this story too with the little owl finding himself in the exact same spot as where he started. So, what do I think of Chris's work? He has quite a few different books that are similar to this one. In fact, we reviewed another book of his around the same time last year called Shh, We Have a Plan, back on episode 154. And we were definitely entertained by that solid read. Chris does a wonderful job of keeping his hardbacks concise. And he always has a simple game going on between the characters, which is always good for a few laughs. As for his illustrations, they're distinctly his. He finds certain shades 
that help aid each story's mood. His depiction of his characters are like his writing style. They're simplistic and colorful, but still show off a skill that most of us don't have. If you want a story that will make you laugh and cry, do everything in between, and don't want to be reading all day, pick this one up. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.8. I'll have a heap and helpin' and go back for several more servants, but there'll be a little meat left on the bone. Because I don't want anyone describing me like this little owl did. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.